So you're obviously going to get the Reader's Digest version of uh, my message today. So turn with me, if you would, to John chapter 14. John chapter 14. Uh, you know the theme is peace today. It couldn't be any more clear. And uh, so thankful. The messages on hope and, and joy have just been so uplifting. I'm so excited about that. Uh, next week, we'll end our uh, uh, Advent messages with uh, Jesus as our, our theme for next week. This week, we're going to talk about peace. How many of y'all know that peace is so important in your life? Amen. But how many of you also realize, man, it's something that the whole world is grappling over and fighting for right now? It's a, an amazing spiritual warfare that is going on around the world. And uh, if you're not aware of what's going on in the heavenlies, you're not going to understand why uh, seeking peace on earth is, is such a challenge right now. But I got good news. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, he's got good news today. We got good news for you today that peace does not come in anything other than Jesus Christ himself. He is the one that brings peace, he brings life, and he brings liberty to his captives. Uh, 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 Maddie, let's start with Isaiah 6. Put Isaiah 6 up there for me right now, and uh, let's take a peek at that. I'm going to back into uh, John chapter 14. And so Isaiah 6 says the following. And it will say it so clearly that you won't want to miss it. So, hallelujah, there we... Mm. Okay, Isaiah, uh, I'm sorry, no wonder you're looking at me goofy. How about we try Isaiah chapter 9? That might, that might be a little better. And can you believe how quickly she got to Isaiah chapter 6 when uh, I never even gave her that? In, in 6 it says for this, let's read it together. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, and of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. The uh, prophet Isaiah prophesied, what would this guy be? What would Jesus's mantle be? And one of the things that he clearly said to us is that the mantle of the Messiah the mantle of Jesus when he came to the earth, that it would be a mantle of peace, that there would be a peace that ruled in him and through him and to those who call him their savior. Let's look at Luke chapter two and uh, uh, let's look at, um, I think, what is it, Maddie? Verse uh, 14, it says this, it says, glory to God in the highest realms of heaven. Now listen to this, because this is the way that is more clear as to the way this scripture should read. It says, glory to God in the highest realms of heaven, for there is peace and a good hope given to the sons of men. 
It's an amazing thing, this peace thing that God has to offer us. It's not only something that is talked about, but as we're going to read in John chapter 14, it's something that is given to us. There is peace and a good hope given to the sons of men. Those of us who have called Jesus Christ our personal Savior, when He comes into your life, there is a realm of Him that rests in you that gives you a peace, as the Bible says, that passes all understanding. Now let's look at John chapter 14. And we're going to look at this in the, in the TPT. John chapter 14, verse 27. Let's start right in 27. So in verse 27, this is what Jesus says. He says, I leave the gift of peace with you. I leave the gift of peace with you. Whose peace? His peace. My peace. Not the kind of fragile peace given by the world, but my what? Perfect peace. Don't yield to fear or be troubled in your hearts. Instead, be courageous. Instead, be courageous. You know, we hear uh, talked about all the time this thing that we say, this is the gift that keeps on giving. And I just researched that a little bit this week. And the phrase, that, the gift that keeps on giving, was first coined in the 1920s by the Victor Talking Machine Company to sell their products, including phonographs and records. And I'm sure that we all still have one of those in our home right now, right? They're cranking it up there and putting those, those, those records on there. This means that a, a gift that keeps on giving is the one that provides the recipient an endless enjoyment with a long period of usefulness. Now, I don't know about you, but the gift of peace that Jesus gives is something that we all need. It's extremely useful. I'm glad to be the recipient, and I'm glad that it's going to last me a long, long time as I apply his ways to my life. Peace is a gift of Jesus. It's something we should all receive and operate our lives with. The word peace here means this. It means a place of quietness, a place of rest. And listen to this third one, a place of wholeness. That there's nothing missing inside of you, nothing more that you need. When you have Jesus Christ in your life, leading you and guiding you, there's a wholeness that comes to you that cannot be found in any other way. You see, Jesus is not offering just any peace. He's offering us his peace. He's offering us what he has to give to us. You know, I find it so interesting that the one thing that the enemy is stirring across the earth right now is this idea of trying to do everything he can to disrupt the peace that flows in our lives. From the disunity that he's trying to bring uh, across the country, from the attacking of our faith. You know, we know that in the book of Matthew, when Jesus talks about those four places where he says to the disciples, you have little faith. Matthew chapter six, it was about provision. He says, you have little faith to know. Can I provide, I provide for the birds of the air, but 
What makes you think I won't provide for you? We have peace to know that when we are walking in the kingdom of God, that our provision is taken care of. In Matthew chapter 8, he talks about the time when the boat was crashing all over the place and fear came into their lives. And Jesus said, why do you have little faith? If I am in the boat, nothing is going to happen to you. Nothing is going to take you away from life that I uh, uh, cannot stop or, or prohibit. And he's saying that uh, uh, the enemy's trying to bring fear into your life. The third one is doubt. The enemy always tries to bring doubt. Is God alive? Is he real? Is his word really uh, something that we can hang our hats on? And then the, the, the fourth one, it talks about when uh, uh, in, in Matthew chapter 16, when they are reasoning among themselves. In other words, why do you talk yourself out of what you know that Jesus Jesus can can do ultimately do they had no bread they were fussing about who forgot the bread when they knew the one that created bread or toys was right there with them and they all they had to say is Jesus we forgot the bread and he will make more bread amen because he has that capability the enemy is trying to bring that division on the earth that, that, that uh, brings a lack of trust, a lack of trust to your neighbors, a lack of trust uh, to your family members. In this time where peace is being robbed, temptations grow to a whole nother level and the enemy brings uh, massive temptations across your path. Uh, the, the other thing that the enemy does to disrupt our peace is, is that he, he uh, motivates us to make bad financial decisions because we're just so wore down, we think if we can just buy this one thing, that peace would come back into our lives. Well, I know this for a fact, that when you're paying for Christmas in May, there's no peace about Christmas. Can I get an amen? amen? Hallelujah. Christmas was never designed to be the holiday that you pay for for the next 11 months. So when we look at these things that the enemy tries to do, then we have to know that everything he does, God has an antidote for. The peace that Jesus gives does not come from the latest self-help method. It comes from the cross. The peace that Jesus uh, has does not come through some place of human enlightenment. It comes through the blood of Christ. And the peace that Jesus gives does not come through an allegiance with some sort of uh, a group or, 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 or functioning body in the earth. No, it comes through a relationship with Jesus Christ. This is where peace comes from. I read a quote that was, uh, didn't have a, it was an anonymous quote this week. It says it's not the absence or presence of problems that determines one's peace of mind. It's the absence or presence of God. That's what peace is all about. When there is an absence of God, there is an absence of peace. The Bible tells us in John chapter 14, when Jesus spoke, he said this. He said, let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And when we look at John chapter 14, turn with me, if you would, to John chapter 14 again. Uh, 
actually, let's, let's go to John chapter 16 now, okay, since I'm readers digesting this. John chapter 16. And we'll start in, uh, let's see. Let's start at verse 25. These things I have spoken to you in figurative language, but the time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language, but I will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day, you will ask in my name, and I, and I do not say to and and I do not say to you that I shall pray to the uh, the Father for you. I'm not reading that right. I'm trying to read too fast. Let me let me back up. In that day, you will ask in my name, and I do. I, I do not say to you that I shall pray, and I, I can't read that. Somebody else read that. <laughs> Is my Bible janky? Here, get right real it close. It says, in that day you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I shall pray the Father for you. That's exactly the way it should have read. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> for the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came forth from God. I came forth from the Father and have come into the world again. I leave the world and go to the Father. His disciples said to him, See, now you are speaking plainly and using no figure of speech. Now we are sure that you know all things and have no need that anyone should question you. By this we believe that you came forth from God. And Jesus answered and said to them, Do you now believe? Indeed, the hour is coming, yes, uh, and, and has now come that you will be scattered, each to his own, and will leave me alone. And yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. Now listen, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, because I have overcome the world. Could I have the worship team come back and turn with me for what I'm going to make my last scripture today. Let's look at in Colossians chapter 2. This is what the Apostle Paul is telling the, the, the church in Colossae. Remember what he's saying. In me you have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Now, the Bible clearly talks about us. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. This world affects us. And, and if we allow ourselves to step onto this side of the line, then the world will take us into what it determines its parameters of peace and safety and love and joy are. But they're never going to match if we come over here to where God has called us to be. They're never going to bring us to the fullness of what God has in store for us. And this is what the, uh, the Apostle Paul says in, in Colossians. It says, for I want you to know what a great conflict I have for you and those in Laodicea. For as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, and attaining to all riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ, stay with me, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. 
Paul is saying, stay focused on the reality. God is the one that has all of these things. These things that tells us here are no longer hidden to those who believe. They're, they're hidden treasures now to us and they bring us wisdom and knowledge. And verse four goes on to say, now I say this, lest anyone should deceive you with per persuasive words. For though I am absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in the spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. Now listen, verse 7, rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Verse 8 says, beware. Now listen to me. Stand with me here. Beware. Everybody say, beware with me. Beware, beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tr traditions of men, according to the basic principles of the world that he has overcome and not according to Christ. Your peace is found in one place. His name is Jesus. He gave his life for you and he wants to lead you on those pathways of righteousness for his name's sake and bring peace to your life, peace to your marriage, peace to your family, peace to your finances, peace to your body, peace to every part of who you are in him because he is able to do exceedingly more than we can ever imagine. He tells us in Philippians to be anxious for nothing, but in all things with prayer and supplication, make your request known. Those things, make known to him those things that are bringing you anxiety, those things that are bringing you tension, those things that are in disorder and in disarray. And it says, as you bring them to him, it says, he then, this amazing God, will give you a peace that passes all understanding, a peace that the world knows not of, but a peace that we can have because we are children of the King. Let's worship the Lord today as we begin to just sink into this time of our holiday Christmas celebration and let the joy of the Lord be your strength. Have hope in everything he has to offer you and let his peace come upon your life. Amen.